the year was 1995, and we were at the Source Awards in New York City. It was an interesting time that was going on within the music industry. This is like the height of the East Coast, West Coast, death row, bad boy, however you want to label it, beef. Any artists out there want to be an artist, don't want to worry about the producer trying to be all in the video, dancing, come to death row. It was a weird vibe going on that night because Suge was there, Snoop was there, and of course Biggie, the whole bad boy crew, and they were 10 bad boy, bad boy. Y'all don't love us! Well, let it be known then. We, we know y'all East Coast. We know where we at. We're all just kind of tuned in trying to see if the fight going to break out. It was me and Big Boy and Dre. There's the three of us sitting there. So then they get ready to announce the award for Best New Artist. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hold up. And the winner is... And guess who wins? Outcast. When they said okay, I just mm. How you gonna get booed and you just won Best New Artist? It was backlash from the East Coast, West Coast thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty brutal to just be in a room full of people that's, that don't even really, really care about what you do. So what's up, Dre? Pressure can either bust pipes or create a diamond. And what Andre said when he got on that microphone created a diamond. But it's like this, though. I'm tired of folks, you know what I'm saying? The closed-minded folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and don't nobody want to hear it, but it's like this. The South got something to say. That's all I got to say. Everybody was like this on their seats, like, damn. From there, it was a wrap. For me, it might as well have been the national anthem. The South got something to say. See, Andre, Big Boy, dudes who were from right here, our area, man, South Side, East Point, and get up there, man, and say the South, South got, got something, something to, to say. say. Man, it turned to everybody up. And it finally gave clear cut and incision from New York wannabeism. It was a great thing that they were handled in that way because it finally cut the umbilical cord saying we don't have to impress you we don't have to be influenced by you in the same creative way we're going to show you outcast period period that's when it changed that was the first time that people began to take southern rap seriously without them it'll be no you they made it possible for us you know what i mean without them we, we wouldn't be here at that moment, not only galvanized us around outcasts, it galvanized us around the city and being fierce about our own identity and not being patsy or, or second or consumer to anyone. You know, we got on our own hype. So I thank every audience member that booed. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
killing it, but y'all don't hear me though. On the cool, I'm trying to tell it, be the place where I've been laying low. Lamping in my hometown, niggas ain't tripping, so I get to keep my chrome down. And I be dipping around the spots where the niggas pass with us. Serving to the beans, bitches calling me Mr. Big Buns. Snatching checks from your mama, making dollars, hoes holler. Constantly bringing drama, huh? But I don't sweat it, fool. I come from where the best ride. Ain't no punks where I'm from on that west side. Hey nigga, I left town with big nuts We're out of town, motherfuckers lose their life on the cut But we ain't trippin' past that dippin' It's gon' be alright Soon as I get fried tonight Yeah, bitch, I got your hope, but hope I break your knees full of Don Perry on And water for the feet It's Don Perry on, it's supposed to fuck Just be like that sometimes My name is Kim. Thornell. And we have a special guest. Please introduce yourself. My name is Mays. All right. And again, it is only right that we have uh, him here today because uh, we are definitely big hip hop heads. And this is an episode all about hip hop, specifically the impact of two albums in particular. One is Southern Playlist to Cadillac Music, and the other one is Super Tight by UGK, which is their second album release. This year is the 23rd anniversary of those two releases, and we're going to talk about it. So, first and foremost, what do you think hip hop would sound like today if those two groups did not exist and or those two albums were not released? I personally feel like Outkast is the reason why Atlanta really bubbled like that, and UGK is the reason why people take Houston rap seriously. Because people can say they like Scarface or can say they like Ghetto Boys, but they a lot of people are not really into lyrical rap like that, and so they don't really listen to Scarface like that. They just kind of say it just because they're into hip-hop, and that's the the right thing to say. Nah, I I mean they say that because it's it's true because I mean before UGK, uh I mean it was the ghetto boys, then it was Scarface and then it was uh other people who came before them and then if you wanna keep it one hundred, I mean, they from Port Arthur, which is uh about an hour or two from Houston. So I mean But they lump it all together. I'm, they do, but I mean that's, that's not the that's same. Like that's, like, that's like that's like that's like uh, that's like a, a dude yeah. from a ski claiming he from Oak Cliff. I mean, like uh, which I have seen. This like I mean, you right there, but I mean, I mean nobody's really from a ski though. <laughs> that's a migration town, just like Atlanta and just like Houston, a, a migrate town where everybody just no the, hey, Atlanta for sure. So here's so. M- here's my theory: if Outkast did not exist, where we see Southern rap men taken seriously would not be. Atlanta anymore. I believe it would probably either be New Orleans or really that's it. I really feel like that would that be it. I highly doubt that because I, I mean at the same time I mean I'll be talking about Southern rap. I mean we still got Virginia, the Clips. We still got Florida, uh, Rick Ross, what? Trick Daddy. We, we, the no, they sure not. No, Virginia is part of the South. No, not really. Maybe in 1865. Then it's part really, of the South. It's not really <laughs> the South. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, more, technically, it's more East than it is South. Um, so, listeners, 
We have uh, DJ Black America in the building right now. Hey, matter of fact, but before we uh, get into that conversation, introduce yourself. Let them know. All right, um, my name is Destiny. I go by Miss Black America. I'm a DJ out here from Dallas, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm a music lover, and I'm glad to be here with you guys. Uh, what's your favorite genre? Music. Favorite genre. R&B, most definitely. Like the early 2000 R&B. Oh. And hey, do, you like do you fuck with the internet any? Uh, yeah, I love Sit the Kid. Man. Yeah. man. They like killing it. I'm so mad they breaking up, bro. I, are they? Yeah. yeah. She got a whole new project out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... I, I like no, that's what she said. No, that's what she said, though. Like, she, she said she wanted to be one of those groups where they can do their own individual projects and then come back together and, like, do their own thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I like mean, it. that's a good that's a good plan. But, you know, it's hard to keep a group together then bring them back. Exactly. But, honestly, I feel like the way they're doing it is going to make it easier for them to stay together I as mean, far as a group because so, yeah. they're able to be individuals. And, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I respect that because the one thing I will say about our future, then we're going to get back to the main point, mm-hmm. is everybody's an individual. Frank Ocean, uh, Taylor, the creator, Arrow Sweatshirt. But, you know, right. hey, but hey, I, I like your uh, music taste already. So. Thank you. Appreciate it. Man. All right. So uh, if Outkast and UGK did not exist, what, where do you think the, the landscape of, of Southern Hip Hop would be going? But, mm-hmm. Like uh like I said, uh it would either be Virginia, Florida and Why Florida? Uh Florida because uh like I said, Florida they may they to me, 'cause I I'm not down there, I'm not connected to Florida uh culture like that. Uh I but one thing they have always did is come out with bangers. They had Trick, they had Trina, they had Ross, they had Khaled, they had Ace Hood. Masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> well no well Masterpiece slid through. Yeah. But yeah, I did they they Oh, uh, well, no. he's from Louisiana, but I feel like he was ripping. Nah, I think you, I think you, uh, trying to say Wayne because Wayne was in Miami hard mm. the early two thousands for a hot minute. He was, and then he went to Houston, then he went back to New Orleans. So he yeah, was, I, but, I see, I see I, what you're saying there. But I feel like the reason why they did that is because there was sort of a void at some point. Like the crunk music thing happened from like early two thousands to maybe like two thousand. Mm, five six and then after that it was just kind of like a free-for-all and i feel like that's kind of when florida started doing a little bit with like ross and later ace hood and then dj Khaled. but like before that it wasn't a whole lot happening florida comes in spurts like they in the late 80s very early 90s it was um 69 Boys and Uncle Luke. And then, like, 97, 98, that's when Trick Daddy and then Trina started doing some things. So it's like... Well, that's why I said uh, Virginia and... um in Florida, and then I guess my third one would be New Orleans, but... But where would we be without UGK and and, and Outkast? Oh, well, I'm going to say this flat out, and y'all can jump in. Um, uh, we, We wouldn't respect the South. I mean, just flat out. I mean, we we wouldn't respect southern music because we got because in the south we got uh we got well if we talking about now we got Jay Electronica we got uh Wayne do we really have Jay Electronica? technically we got Jay <laughs> technically <laughs> technically no we don't man say. Jay like trying to like that cousin and that show up at your barbecue like once every five years. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. For sure, that's him. Man, exactly. I blame Bob. So, 
you can't. You can't. Um, no. That's because um, you're part of the He Man Woman Haters Club. No, I just have a uh, decent opinion. person to put up uh, hurt nigga memes on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's here's my next question. So if we are fast forwarding to like 20 to 30 years from now and hip hop is now 60 years old, are we going to say that the East Coast had the biggest influence or are we going to say the South? Because I feel like, personally, if we fast forward, the South is still kind of going to be on top. Like, uh, no, yeah. not at all. I, I don't I feel agree. like that. Not at all, and I'm from the South. I feel like South. East Coast. Yeah, that's, right. that's exactly what I was about to say. Why, though? That's what I was about to say because, I mean... I mean, we really. Because I feel like that's where it, it began. Yeah, that's where I was just. That'll never mean nothing. No, 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 no. It, there, there is a, there is some merit, high merit to what she said because when it comes to, uh, you know, being a, a, a front runner and changing the culture, that does something to other people. Like if, like when uh, you heard your Biggies and your Tupac, everybody from the West Coast. And the East Coast were like, okay, well now I gotta set my shit up. Now, now I can't sound like him, but I gotta be as close as him, and I gotta create this lane. Then once you made all these classics like Death Certificate, All Eyes on Me, Ready to Die, and all that, that 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 birthed uh, awakening in somebody else. Like you're a DJ, like I. I I don't know you like that, but I know you probably heard uh, so much good music. You like, or you heard somebody else DJ before, and you was like, okay. Why can't I do this? This is my time. I, they they heard that, but now they need to hear me. Mm. So I mean, uh, speaking of that, I mean, does influences from like East Coast and West Coast help birth uh, great music other places? Exactly. I mean, I I agree to that to a certain extent because hip hop started in the East Coast. Like that was the birthplace yeah. of it. But like, I just feel like the whole landscape of hip hop has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. Like, it just moved to like now it's like the whole mumble rap, it's the trap. It's all about the beats now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where back in the day it was more about lyricism. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's all about having charisma. But now it's just like how you flowing on the beat. Like, it's really yeah. about the producers and engineers, and then like having mm-hmm. this shiny object just laying down words mm-hmm. on the beat and making yeah. it sound hot. Yeah, you know, I I agree. Well, I think that the reason why it's probably going to end up with the with the South being more of an influence is because I think that the that if we look at when hip hop started, which is like the seventies or you know seventy seven, yeah, late seventies, yeah. So the East Coast has had from like seventy seven to like. Early 2000. Mm-mm. 97, 98? I would, I would say probably like 77 to like 96. 96. And then in 97, I would say that's when the South really started picking up. So we have from 97 to 2017. That's already 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, yeah, but at the same time, uh, back to the point I was making, when um, that was literally UGK's <laughs> whole premise for what they were doing. They were just uh, two dudes selling dope and, and trying to uh, make beats in in the back of one of their homeboys' house. And they literally said a million times, I don't want to sound like them New York dudes. I don't want to sound like that. Like, we respect them. We, we hear Tupac and all that, and we love them. But from that, we need to make our own sound. That's so well, that's de- my point. So, uh, definitive but i mean but then again that was like inspiration 
all together and competition all put together. That's my point. So if we're already 20 years in and we have all of this time that we've kind of shifted where music is going, yeah. and for the next five years, we already know it's going to be the South. It's not going to be anybody on the East Coast. It, you have Nicki Minaj pretty much holding up the entire East Coast by herself. I mean, we can't acknowledge Nicki Minaj as a rapper anymore. I mean, like I hate to I hate to go that route, but she's more on the pop side of things. I'm not saying she can't rap. She I don't. I think Jay Z and Nas kind of like hold, you know, East Coast Joey Badass. Okay. Oh, like, uh, definitely. Okay. Uh, what about uh 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 the zombies? I can't remember. Oh, Flappers Zombies. Yeah, but yeah. they're more of under underground. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. I designer yeah. from from the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel you know like I like designer from an underground perspective. Hmm. I thought he's from Atlanta. He's no, from no, no. He's, he's from New York. New York. He just got oh. his sound. He, yeah, he's a nineteen. <laughs> he's a nineteen year old, about to be twenty year old kid from New York. Uh oh. Hmm. Is he that young? Yeah, daddy young. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you can't you can't, you can't tell by his, <laughs> by his lyrics how young he is. No, what has that mattered? <laughs> Niggas always saying dumb shit. <laughs> so, nothing to do with AH. <laughs> so we do a segment called um, Factor Fiction where we take something from social media and we decide whether it's factor fiction. So lately, there's been sort of this debate circling around Facebook and Twitter of whether we think that Ti invented trap music. So I want to see. What y'all have to say about that? I Hell can say no. without UGK, <laughs> wow, without UGK, and that influence, you would probably would not have seen Ti. I agree, and other exactly. people in that lane. Like he came out with the the name trap music, but like the actual sound of trap music, I don't think that was Ti at all. I mean, well, was, yeah. well, nah, well, they, nah. I For really, me, I feel himself, like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, did he create it? No, but but if we talking about let's use a. Uh, a business uh, example. I don't think he was the creator of the company, but I think he was CEO of Trap for for a while early on. It gave it the name, and then everybody else ran with it from there. I, I'll give him that much. That already, oh, already existed. existed. Yeah. If you think about it, people was rapping about that, but way before he came. Yes. Out, Pocket full of stones is a trap song. Yes. You think about it. I mean, yes. it, it's a, talking about that trap. No, part. it was a tra- like I said. He branded the name Trap. Do traps already is that is this of course, but you mean once you once you once you brand it and put you know yeah exactly but that's like a southern like type phrase for that that's something that probably that's more southern he's from the south so I mean yeah but then he came up with a name for a trap I mean I mean trap music first he got yeah invented this trap music sound like he's like claiming like yeah he's probably the first one to say trap music you know what I I I get not the first person to rap about drugs exactly you know. What, you know, I I give it to him. I let him have it. Like yeah. if we if we if we discussing it, he said, "Hey man, I was one of the people who helped uh, push uh, get the trap movement started in Atlanta." I'll give him that. I'll definitely give him that. No, I wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah. But if he said I originated the the whole trap uh, thing he, that's here, that's pretty much yeah. He's saying it. No, I don't think he. I don't think yeah. he meant it like that. I I took it as what, what I took it as was. I was one of the people to help get it started, and I, I can co-sign that. I mean, he's his biggest fan. I'm not saying he don't have fans, but he is his biggest fan. I mean, he branded himself King of the South. Is T.I. King of the South? Hell no. no. When's the last time any of y'all listened to a whole T.I. Wait a minute. Uh, we talking about. Now, I did listen to one last year. Nah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Us versus them, or listen, what was it called? It, whatever. It was good. Listen, when T.I. dropped an album, I'm listening, because. 
nine out of ten, it's a good album. I'm not. I mean, I'm I mean, not trouble. That interested in Ti? Like, I'm not interested in Ti at all. Uh, I mean, he got some hits under his belt, but I'm just not interested in listening to a whole album. Okay, but you know what? That's actually a good question. As far as uh, trap music, who would be the originator or godfathers of trap to you? That is a good question. I mean. I just feel like trap music just like came out of nowhere. I know future, like I'm, early two thousand, like no, nah, that's but that's not but that's not how things are created. Like the universe wouldn't didn't just wake up one day, oh shit, I'm here. Like nah, like something something bursts to something else cause and effect. And I feel like I feel like uh, Outcast really wasn't on that trap stuff, but but I think they, it it's hard to say like who started trap music. I don't feel like one person is be like, oh, I started this I can shit. Name a couple uh, artists off the top I've, of my head. Yeah, who probably yeah. started talking about drugs. Full of Stones came out in '88, so anything before that, nobody yes. was really doing that. I would, Too short, maybe was doing that. Yeah, time. maybe NWA. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, but then again, just like. Uh, you know, Ren said, I mean, we always did it, but, you know, if nobody gives it a name or popularize it, it's like, okay, people in that in that area know, oh, you didn't start that, but, you know, I mean. I, I like mean, I, but the I, thing is, is, you know, just because Newton dis- discovered gravity, I mean, he came up with the shit. He didn't make it. I mean, like, it was already, it was already a slow Yeah, break. but, like, I mean, like I mean, said, true. I just came up with a I true, but if you give it, but if you give it, I mean, I mean. I mean, true, but if you give Columbus but it, discovered America, but if you give it a name and you help push it, I mean, that's a different thing than you create it and you're the only person who have it versus, hey, this always been around, but nobody branded it and put this in a direction. Because I mean, uh, the the young thugs, the young dolls, and all them, you know, ten years ago, I, I mean, like twenty years ago, I mean. These guys wouldn't as been as popular, not because they ain't good artists, because you know the trap music wasn't established yet. Like, and you know Ti and Ti, uh, you know, earned all his respect to kind of get Atlanta rap out there. You know, then uh, Outkast, then Ludacris, then Woody Mob, then you know that's right. Uh, Clearly, he just I'm not I'm not in I'm not not I'm not in chronological order, just in general. (laughs) Those guys help push it. Oh, and don't forget Jermaine Free. That's my bad. Okay, so what I would what I would say to that is, if he's talking about a specific sound, he had nothing to do with that. Because if you think about what trap music sounds like right now, it sounds nothing like a Ti song ever sounded like. You think about when you think about trap, you think about like Future. You think Jeezy. about mm, to a degree. You think Jeezy about is fu- fake trap. Music. Yeah, you think about Future. You think about Young Thug. You think about fake trap. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's a lot of rappers that, well, not a lot, but it's rappers who people just kind of give them them coins because they just want to keep them like out there. But I just I was never really like a Jeezy fan. Like I don't. I mean, I'm sorry. Thug Motivation One on One, uh, the Recession, and what was the last one? I cannot remember. I don't know, but it the Recession was, good. was spending, good as fuck. Fake dope prices, though. <laughs> like, I mean, fake. I mean, listen. Did Jeezy sell? You know, El Chapo type weight. No, but he did. I mean, he did. I've heard different stories about Jeezy, but I mean, did he sell drugs? Yeah. Was the quantities off? Definitely. But, but I mean, I mean, I, I can't speak on it. You can't sell drugs if you're quantity in your product, though. <laughs> yeah, he, but maybe he just wasn't good, so he just like became a rapper. 
That's well, not really. He actually was good because before he even rapped, he had a million dollar deal. And then when he got the record deal, he was signed to Bad Boy and 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 Def Jam at the same time. Not so, rapping. I don't know nothing you can't about be a drug you. I'm not bad at math. <laughs> well, I'm not get you killed. <laughs> so, who would the king of the south actually be if we're if we're really trying to pinpoint who it would be? Uh, he said the best, Robert Davis, because without him, it wouldn't be happening around. Because UGK, SUC started before UGK was even right. prevalent. Okay. Well, uh, King of the South, ooh, that's a, that's a hard one because, I mean, we, I mean, people really want to talk bad on the South even now. But, I mean, we got some legends in the South now that I, I, I really couldn't figure it out. But I'm definitely putting Andre name in there. I'm going to put... I'm put Scarface in there and I'm put Bun in there just just because those are and then kinda I would put I would put the clips in there barely but they on the edge because oh, you know Virginia they're not from the bro Virginia is part of the it's South not, I'm not having bro. this conversation Google it it's the East that is so bad it's the ain't East. no and people say Texas is part of the Mid okay Midwest, put, but we are as far south as you can possibly fucking go listen. Virginia so- is not in the south. That's not no southern state. That's fucking east. That's some east. When I shit. talk about when I talk about the south, <laughs> I talk about every over to Washington D.C. Ask them niggas. Not- <laughs> ask him and ask for real and ask all them niggas from Virginia. Ask Chris if they think they're from the south. They're gonna be like, hell no, <laughs> I'm from the east because this is not the same thing. It's not okay. No. But- I'm gonna put outcasts on my list. Andre okay. and Big Boy. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people try to sleep on Big Boy, but that nigga had bars. Yeah. Hey. Um, Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, no, it's your it's your time. Why um, do they do that? I don't know. I don't understand why. Don't like, understand and then it was like something saying that Andre was writing Big Boy's rhymes, which I don't believe at all. Like, they just make it seem like Big Boy's just trash or something. But it's terrible. Definitely them, them two and Pimp C coming in. Uh, okay, would you would you would you let Three Six Mafia be in like the top of the South? Because I mean, I mean they they have consecutively while they was a group, you True. know, put out. A good a good quality project. I wonder if it's regional though. And they were Emmy nominated artists, which <laughs> they one of the few people to actually do that. So but we got to give really points. Count, can we really count that though? When it comes yeah. to when okay. it comes to their influence on the entire country, I feel like I feel like Three Six Mafia might be a very regional thing. When it comes to people who really ride for Three Six Mafia, because I feel like if you go to New York, you go to L.A., and they're like, "Do you like uh, Three Six Mafia?" They might go back to two thousand syrup, like the. the they might go back to that, or they might go back to Stay Fly, or yeah. like them. The only two songs they know. I'm from Michigan. You can go up there right now. Say, go just ask any random person name a Three Six Mafia song. They're gonna say Stay Fly. And they're gonna say sipping on some scissors. Yep. You got yeah. the occasional person that might be I'm riding spinners. Side to side or something. Yeah. They don't even yeah. go that far back. They don't even go that far back. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh what about uh I was trying to figure out somebody else from the But side. if you play like a uh, go into a room full of black people anywhere you go and play international players anthem, they gonna sing a word for yeah. it and they're gonna pat yes. their chest on there to keep your heart three steps. Okay. Facts. Oh well, uh, yes. well that's a good transition. What about uh David Banner? Did you think he did anything no. for the South? He did beats. No. trash. No. I I won't say that he's trash, but I will say that he did not have any influence on anybody. But I will say mm, is he was uh-huh. the first person if anybody, maybe be correct. He was the first person that anybody actually recognized from Mississippi. I will say that. 
because I mean Yo Gotti, uh, Dolph. Mm-hmm. Yo Gotti is from Mississippi. Yo Gotti yeah. is from Mem- uh, Memphis. With three six one. Oh my bad. Sorry, getting my M's mixed up. Um. Yeah. I. That's the only thing he did was kind of put Mississippi on the map, and then Big Big Crit took it from there. If you put Big Crit and and what's his name again, David Banner, up against each other, who do you think people are gonna actually want to listen to? Big Crit. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm. Oh, Big Crit, specifically. At Def Jam and two Def Jam albums. Yeah. Yep. Trash. <laughs> yep, could have kept it. Um, if, I, if I was going to name some people that could be potentially the King of the South, it would definitely be Andre, definitely be Big Boy. I would definitely say Pimp C. And Over Boone? Yes. And mm, I mean, it, are we talking lyrics or just overall? Overall. Overall. Okay, then, okay, then, then, then. like, influence is crazy. Yeah. I'm going to throw a very controversial one out there. Who? Little Wayne. Boo. Uh, Reason why is because of his overall impact and influence, not because of his work necessarily. Because he has he has some very great albums. I feel like we can all agree on that, but he also has some very trash ones. But those trash ones are the ones that got him worldwide notoriety. But he doing that shit that like Drake does and Future doing degrees. putting that he was putting out albums like every three weeks. Like five hundred degrees. I just don't think you can just make I don't think that you can just have like the best comprehensive sound when you just like album. Yeah, you're burning yourself album. out. Yeah, yeah. you burn yourself out and then nah, really wants to listen. I mean, I mean not really because uh I think I think uh, Wayne and Future got the formula fucked up, but I think, but <laughs> but I think, but I think Drake has a decent formula. We hear from him every year, but it's in like spurts. And but it's the same shit. It's the but, same exactly. sound and shit. I mean, but, yeah, but like, are I you mean, saying you no, feel but, him the same way you felt him a couple years ago? I mean, no, but he's keeping himself relevant, and like I said, Drake doesn't overburn you with his music yes, each does. year. Is Drake putting the same shit out the last three hours. Yeah, I, I mean, he might. No, I'm life. talking about. I'm not talking about content. I'm talking about as far as spacing out features and keeping his name in the mix. He knows how to do that and not overcrowd himself in the market. But he is though, like, and I don't think it's his fault because he has hits that's constantly on the radio. But mm-hmm. it's just like. It's the nature He's of our oversaturated, society. just like, like if, you, if you play a Drake, if you play the last three Drake albums in the background of room and don't even focus into it, it's gonna sound like one long one ass. Big old song. Hell yes. What one was the one before the one that just came song. out? Uh, views. Uh, no. Okay. So it was more like views and more like what came out before views. Uh, uh, if you're listening to this, it's too late. too late. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Oh no, no, no! It was the one that he did with Future. Oh, what a time oh, to be alive. What a time, time to be alive. alive. I know we could take all four of those, really. Just. <laughs> nah, what a time to be alive. Because that no, one. I like that CD, but I just don't. I don't fuck with Future like that. And, I, and I'm and i just. I'm like over that. I'm over that whole. You don't thing. like Miley or Parkinson? Yeah. <laughs> of course I do. Ain't no way I'm you're, you're not. Like you're you. not part of the Xanax family? <laughs> I mean, you don't like. You don't care if they sisters? Like, I mean. I mean. <laughs> I mean, not with that. Not part of free band, bro. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> well, why? You, on, like, bro. but you know what? When people slander um, future, I mean, you don't have no really solid reason to hate him because he he what? really you really don't legitimately. He, I mean, do we, the only thing you could really say bad to me 
about Future is he overcrowds the market. He boring. Like, when I say he, just talk about when I say he overcrowds the market, like you know, like he'll he dropped literally two albums. Hey, this Friday I got a new album. And then you cash in your check on Friday. Hey, I'm gonna get my new album. I'm like, bro, I just I just bought one from you last week. Future's one of those artists where it's to the point now he can only rap about one thing because I'm not gonna listen to Future rap about like police violence or anything like that True. at this point. Yeah. I mean, y'all don't listen to Kendrick. Y'all listen to Kendrick Cole or uh, Quit about police violence. So first let's. Of all, I, was let's way, I mean, I was jamming damn actually. on the way over here. I'm gonna just go ahead and let you know that. Yeah, I stay in rotation. Yeah. Man. I like both of them. I yeah. just don't fuck with Future like that. All you talking I about mean, is taking drugs, and then you can barely understand. Listen, listen. The only one well, that fuck with Future like that. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> not. Well, let's, well, 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 he got really he, his his beats be nice, but I mean, is that really him though? I mean, no, no Zaytova. Shout out Zaytova. That's, that's, uh, Mike Will, Zaytova, yeah. and what's that other nigga? Uh, I can't remember his name. He he fucked with Twenty One Savage. If, Metro, if, Metro thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank I you. like Metro. I love Metro. <laughs> I, like Metro. I love Metro. Metro can winning. make you listen to anything. Metro's For real, man. I just feel. I just feel like Future. You go to Future for something very specific, just like a lot of the artists that are out right now, like um, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott. I like Travis or Scott. like I like um, him. Young, what's his face? Dolph. Young Dolph, Twenty One Savage. You go to each of them for some for something very specific. Uh, OT Genesis. They all do something very specific. Migos. It, Migos. What's that That's one nigga? X X X Tentation. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but ain't he like a ain't he like a Jamaican kind of rapper? Almost. He's just a regular. I never heard his music, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. He's one of those. Like um, what you call not Yachty, but the other one, Lil Uzi. Uzi, yeah, yeah. 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 like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just like I kind of like Uzi. Just like one of I feel like Kyle is gonna be like that too. He's you're gonna go to Kyle for something very specific. You too. know, you know, I fuck with a uh, little Yachty before I fuck with Uzi because Uzi's not bad. It's just I don't have like he has like that that draw voice that really doesn't pull me in. Like it, like. Like a, it's like a very red. monotone mm-hmm. uh, rap. No. Yadi, Yadi's the one with the red. You know he was on bad and bougie. He was on bad and bougie. Girl, <laughs> this is, is such right. a sad conversation. <laughs> Listen, okay. Can we get back to okay? The- who's the one that got the sprite commercial? That's Yadi. Yadi. That's Yadi. 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 Let me tell you why I like Yadi. I like Yadi because I feel like a lot of these newer rappers are kind of getting outside of that packaging of I'm super masculine. I shoot you in the face for touching my hand. Like I'm, I'm just. I'm a little over that, and I like that these dudes can come out here and be themselves completely. Because I know yeah. y'all seen this little, I, I mean, little, I mean, little dance he be doing. Uh, yeah, I just like that they able to be themselves, like really to the fullest. They ain't, he ain't got to talk about shooting somebody in the right. face or whatever, uh, selling drugs or whatever the fuck. Right I mean, I mean, but then again, but, but then but, I appreciate. But that. then again, we don't know these dudes. They could be about that life. They could not. But I, at the same time, time or not, though, no, like, y'all went to South Alabama. He is not. Yeah, <laughs> like well, I said, like I said, I don't know. We don't know. Them. Well, yeah, I don't. We don't. Well, like, I don't. Like, 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 I can't be like. Time. I can't be like. Oh man, this is the, the the biggest gangster in Dallas, and I, you know, this is my first time meeting you. I mean, but at the same time, uh, I mean, I will uh, co-sign what you say. We do like artists who who is not a facade. I like Crit. I like Lupe. I like Kendrick. I like uh, who else really ain't a facade. Uh, I love Lupe. He just need to get his shit together. Nah, nah, I don't love him anymore. No, Kendrick is going to end up like Lupe. Why you say that? I, See, I, you just, that. You just, just, just throwing shit out. Why do you say that? 
It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. What you saying? He gonna be on Twitter arguing with Isaiah? Listen, listen. Listen, I'm, why would you say something like listen, that? I'm gonna say, say this and let's get back to the southern shit. Uh, the reason I say that is uh, Lupe and Kendrick are very, you know, positivity, black power, all that stuff. And I feel like to a certain degree, if Kendrick didn't make his sound because his album sound like like movies and sound like a narration if it wasn't for that i feel like we wouldn't fuck with them on the same level that we do because mm-hmm. there is a certain type of genius to that mm-hmm. but also lupe has the has the lyrics uh the high lyrics but he doesn't have the story to kind of ease you in and make you lupe doesn't nah yeah no, he what? doesn't have the have same. You listen to his CD? He has. Have he you does not. He does not have the same uh, storytelling skills as Kendrick. He just doesn't. Mm, what? Are you, what? Mm, the mm, cool mm. and what? What? Okay, who's a better rapper, Kendrick or, or uh, it's Lupe? Kendrick. It's too. <laughs> Lupe. I have Lupe. Lupe. I have to say Lupe. I'm about to say. Kendrick. It's about this much. It's literally about I'm this gonna have much. I have to say Lupe. Like Listen, if they if they said, "Hey, we we having a freestyle battle and we're gonna record it," I really feel like if Kendrick did win, and he would win by like one bar. Listen, like that would literally save him. When I one was, bar. When I was in college, I had to write like a paper over something. I chose rap, of course, because I'm yeah. black as fuck. I chose rap, and I chose Lupe Fiasco. And I'm telling you, I like. I had to take one of his songs and analyze it. I just, I, I kind of sort of gave up. Yeah. And my uh, teacher was like, "Listen, I love the fuck out of some Lupe. He's like this middle aged <laughs> oh, white that, dude. Oh, is that is that white dude? Oh, yes. white dude with the yeah, yeah from Louisiana. Yes. I know exactly who yes. you're talking and he about, like, bro. He was like, listen, I love the fuck out of some Lupe. But I see you kind of gave up here because I was like, listen, I don't have time. I procrastinated the fuck out of this paper, but this nigga got too much shit to say in one goddamn song. Bro, yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm say this and we'll get back to the uh, Southern conversation. I, this same teacher, bro, I remember it was like, because I had the earliest fuck class. It was 8 a.m. <laughs> I, I, I walk in and I hear a kick, push, kick. I right. said, I said, uh, it was so I, at, first I thought, at first I thought it was a student. Stuff. I was like, "Hey, bro, uh, you, you gonna turn your music down?" He said, "Nah, bro, that's the teacher. He just turned it down a minute ago." <laughs> like, heck, nah. He's like, I remember one time. I remember one time he was like, "Okay, um, for you can either write about this book or you can analyze food and liquor." I, I did food Are you and liquor. For real? I did food and liquor. I wish I had him. See, that's what I. That. That's what we were doing. We were analyzing. Get on the bus. You remember that? Movie? Yeah. And I didn't want to write about that. And he told me I could write about. Whatever else I want, and I chose Lupe Fiasco, and I was like, "God damn, man, say, chose something like low, like low key." He 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 was talking about like one of those books. He's like in the narrator felt like this because the black uh the black chair symbolizes death and all that. And then he and then somebody was like, "Man, Lupe is trash." She was like, "What you say?" <laughs> <laughs> like dead ass stopped the class and had about a twenty minute conversation. Yeah. Had a twenty minute conversation about why Lupe is. Uh, the goat uh, at the, and this was like oh eight so I mean I can see why you said that. I just think he talks over people's head like it's just hard mm-hmm. very hard you know what to grasp exactly. what the fuck he's and you know what you. Exactly. and you know what and and that's going to be Kendra's downfall eventually because uh I remember Kim was uh we were talking and she was saying. Kendrick can go deeper than this. I said if he gets any deeper or any blacker, he's gonna end up like Lupe, and that's the truth. And Kanye is this close from falling off himself because he's a very intelligent he person, <laughs> and everything he could be spitting the realest shit out here, but he doesn't understand or hasn't composite that you're not on the same intellectual level. Mm-mm. So he just 
He I, he's like 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 you be drinking water. Are you really ready for the stratosphere to enter your body and don't? Kanye's like, problem. Like, I'm not ready for that Kanye's problem is he does not live what he preaches. He says shit like. Oh, all y'all following these labels and blah, 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 blah. But then I'm going to sell you a shirt with 70,000 70, holes in it. And I'm, I make my shoes for the people who can't afford stuff. But your shoes cost $5,000. But you know what? You know what? I, I respect that. But he did co-sign and did help start up this one black business. I, this is the only one I can co-sign for Kanye. It's this... Uh, it's this comedian that I like called Alex Thomas. He was on uh, the Jamie Foxx show. He was uh, and he was on Don't Be a Menace while sipping juice in the hood. And he oh, was that's on the guy that was yeah, that hotel dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, he was a comedian and he started a black owned uh, bag clothing line called Lewis Stewart. And uh, uh, Alex Thomas put in one hundred and fifty thousand. I think Kanye put in fifty thousand or a hundred thousand to kind of match so he could start up. So. Kanye has helped on the low, but mainstream, no. But that doesn't mean anything if it costs $10,000 for a bag. Don't mean shit. Because he, he was talk in one breath, he can say, Y'all are slaves to these corporations. And then the no, other, no, no, the other no. person can say, Buy my $80,000 shoes. No, I mean, Lewis Stewart is uh, a high end. Uh, exactly. A high end. Uh, let me finish. I, I know it's hard for you, but uh, like I said, um, <laughs> it's a high end bag uh, thing. But they have prices starting from a hundred all the way up to ten thousand. So it is very reasonable, and that's uh, what Kanye wanted to do. He wanted to give you Gucci quality, and not. And I mean, Alex Thomas and, and Kanye, because uh, the only Lewis Stewart was the only uh, black person. To produce Gucci himself, literally the only black person in that factory. Then he came out with Louis Stewart, and he gave the reasonable price with the same quantity. So Kanye has invested into it, but he still don't live thing. what he preached, though. Like yeah. oh, all the time, no, yeah. I can't give him that. You can buy these boots or pay your mortgage. Either way, they're the same. It's price. not even most of the time. Hey, he I was, love black women. Hey, he girl. was the nigga that said, "Get on and leave your girl for and leave your girl for a white girl." That's exactly what the fuck he did. I mean, I don't blame him. He sucks. So, okay. What? So let's. You, you, you throw some of the craziest shit out and expect nobody to say anything <laughs> about it. So, anyway. So, so last, to kind of wrap this conversation up, um, I feel like we can't really have a conversation about Southern hip hop without talking about cash money. And I feel like cash money had the potential to have a bigger impact than what they did. So, if we didn't have. The impact from Atlanta. Do y'all believe that Cash Money would have kind of shaded this? Well, you like, know what? Well, you know, true. you know what? I think they would have because uh, even. I mean, let's let's go on the polar opposite, but in the same city, uh, no limit. They were right next to each other, so that competition would have brewed the whole city up to make a new new genres of music, new competition, but. Young Money would have screwed themselves over like they have now in present day with bad business practices, and it would have fell off. Do I think it would have got started? Yeah. But do I think they would have finished and took over? No. Well, I'm not talking about Young Money particularly because look at look at Young Money. Yeah. Like, who is on Young Money that's doing anything outside of Nicki Minaj? Hey, Lil Wayne, listen, listen. Nicki Minaj, they got Christina Milian, they got Tiger. What the hell are they you saying? Whoa, Christina Milian. Said that like she's really doing something. <laughs> they, they got all. They got all. They got. They got all the good old artists. What is Tiger like, doing? Pen. Right. What is Tiger like, doing? Gutta, gutta. 
What's Tiger doing? They got more money. The artists that she made, cash like, money ain't been hot since they took over for the nine nine and two thousand. I mean, I mean, seem like. I mean, they got Dr. Seuss. They got Marvin. Listen, if they had Dr. Seuss, they would be winning. They be winning. Yeah. I just feel like he just took on like a. Boy. I don't know what be ha- what be happening. What what happens when people like take I mean, on like, these artists and then you don't see these artists ever fucking. But you know in. what? But you know what? That makes sense because you know when Kevin Gates come out, he didn't fuck with nobody really in his own city like that. Like he'll he'll shout out other people in the city like Currency and all them. But he mm-hmm. but he'll literally work by himself, like which, which which I think was a hella smart idea. But you know, yeah, I think New Orleans would have got it started and would have got popping, but they would have fell off, which actually happened. I don't think they they're they're bad because I mean they right next to Houston, right next to uh, you know Dallas, and not too far from the other uh, good states. But I just feel like, like I said earlier, New Orleans has their own signature sound that sometimes don't travel outwards, which is a shame. It's hard because it's they make beautiful music down there. It's hard not to make a sound that's not just the sound of the times. You, you know, know what I mean? you True. know, you know what? Which sucks because, uh, and not just with music, but like movies and everything else. Uh, back to uh, Alex Thomas, uh, he he said, I mean, there's being funny around black people, and there's being funny, you know, universally, mm-hmm. and some people can't transcend past mm-hmm. their city or. Or they're or the black audience. Yeah, exactly. Right. I kind of feel like to piggyback off of what Red just said, it's it's one thing to make something that sounds good now, but it's also one thing to make something that sounds good to other areas of the country and not just your region. Because if you think about like the West Coast sound, it's so specific. Like if you think about the way that Dre kind of pioneered what that sound is. They can't really get out of the shadows of what that sound is. G-Funk. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, if you think about the artists who are from, like, the L.A. area or from the Bay Area or whatever, they have to do something pretty drastic for you to recognize them, number one, and for you to not hear them in the context of that sound. And you you know what? That's so true. Let's go back to uh, Travis Scott from Houston. I mean, who from Houston sounds like that, or Texas sounds like oh, that? True. And and then and then the good thing is you're an individual, but the bad thing is will your city represent? I mean, support I that sound because you you so different from everybody else. And you know what? Uh, we found that out about you know in our local uh scene that topic had to leave Dallas just to get his sound out. Because everybody got to leave Dallas to get their yeah. workout. It's like hard to pop out here, and it's like, not that kind of town. But though. yeah, it's like. I feel like in every other city, like Atlanta, you can stay in Atlanta and get on. Yes. But Dallas, like, you had to literally leave, go to L.A., New York to pop, and then you can come back home and, like, I feel yeah, like niggas. Dallas is like a town where you where old white people come and retire and buy a <laughs> bunch of land. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with the expansion of our city and, and how our city is growing, that's what a lot of shit, I feel like in, like, 20 years, we'll be, like, a real... I know we're a major city already, but we'll yeah. be a real major it's city. Yeah, I know. It'll be and, fashion but you and know all what? that stuff. But you know here. what? That's why I kind of uh, like our podcast, and we, you know, play uh, local artists' uh, music that you can see in the Talking Greasy at gmail.com. But, I mean... <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> the reason uh, I like this platform is, you know, 
certain people wouldn't hear these songs anywhere else, which is a shame because mm-hmm. I've heard, like, literally all last year, I, I went to concerts where I really was impressed by what Dallas has to offer. Mm-hmm. But the the sad realization is, you know, I mean, nobody cares. Well, see, here's the thing. I think that the scene that we have here when it comes to local music um, is very tight-knit, but people who don't know to look for it would never be exposed to it. Yes. Yeah. And so when you get outside of the bubble that our artistic scene has, you have American Airlines Center, you have all these places where people can go see a major concert with the with the artist who travels around the world. And so people don't really think about the music scene here in the context of local artists. Mm-hmm. They think of it as Beyonce or Rihanna or Travis Scott or like all these bigger artists and it kind of puts the the local artists on the back burner. I agree. I, I mean, like if you Dallas, even look at the way Dallas it don't is. have one of those towns. It's not one of those towns where you can just like, oh, let me go to this place because I know I can hear some music here. Let no. me go over here. And it's then the places that it is that you do have that stuff, it's in the same spots. It's like mm-hmm. Deep yep. Ellum. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's then you not got, even like Austin because even even look at look at American Airlines Center. That shit. Suck. I do not like American Airlines Center for going to a concert. Like it's either pay eight hundred dollars to sit right <laughs> in the front. Or get something off to the side where you're going to be looking at a screen the whole time. Yep. Even with Kanye. I mean, we was pretty <sighs> damn close. But we was looking at a screen, though. Yep. Mm. But, you know, but you know what uh, the, the, uh, the sad thing is? I mean, and uh, then I, I guess the importance of this uh, episode is, you know, you know, start, start making, start uh, branding yourself and expanding. Because... You know, people uh, want to say UGK and Outkast is legends, but they they forget all the groundwork that they had to uh, put down to even get they shine that what little bit of shine they did get mm-hmm. for the time. Yeah. So with that being said, I want everybody to kind of go around and shout out your social medias. Uh, you can find us at Talking Greasy on Snapchat, not Snapchat. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Probably at same point. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And my fa- I, I guess shout out all yeah. your social medias and I mean you are a DJ if they want to hire you how they do that um, you can email me at Miss Black America that's M-I-S-S-B-L-K-A-M-E-R-I-K-A-H at gmail.com and you can also find me on all my social media Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud at Miss Black America and um, shout out to Talking Greasy for having me here Thanks. hey man appreciate it you can find me on Instagram at Mazeavelli, on Snapchat at Maze was here. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight, right? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Xavier May, J. Maze. <laughs> and thank y'all for having me there. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Ren Lucci on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I am K-Diggs, K-A-Y-D-I-G-S on Twitter and on Snapchat. I am Okra-Winfrey. <laughs> Okra-Winfrey. <laughs> uh, Snapchat and Instagram, Darnell does it. If, like I said, man, uh, local artists, we supporting you, but I mean, I need your music, man. I send it to TalkingGreasy at gmail.com. Catch us on Fishbowl Network on Sundays from 4 to 5. The On the Blue Bowl. On the Blue Bowl. And, you know, it ain't easy. Talking Greasy. Bye.